This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Yes, it is. Welcome back. Hour two on the block. I'm Austin Norman at the 93.7 The Ticket Studios in Lincoln. My partner to my right on the stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Way out west, out in Vegas, Eric Strickland, Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA veteran. You, in, you, you said you're coming back tomorrow, is that right? Yeah, I'll be back tomorrow, but... The you know the 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 problem with being out west is there's really there really aren't flights that can get you early enough unless you take a red eye which in most nah. situations from here there's not that's not going to be the case so <laughs> um, yeah I, I won't get back until the latter half of on the block um, my flight lands at about three thirty so I won't be on the show tomorrow dang it but I'll definitely be in the studio on Wednesday. Perfect. We will look forward to that. Also, on- when Mary Ellen's is open, hey, we're on the same page, on the same page. That's where I was gonna go. Uh, Strix back on Wednesday. Mary Ellen's back open for you on Wednesday at twenty seventh and Pine Lake as well. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit of Northwestern. We've had some more updates to that situation on the football side. Also now on the baseball side, a new report just broke, and then we'll wrap up uh, the hour with Brian Munson of. Uh, Husker Online to talk some uh, Nebraska football recruiting. But, Strick, we, we heard everything about the the hazing going on at Northwestern, a lot of it uh, sexual disturbing in nature. I, I won't go into the details here. Read yeah, it for yourself. No. I don't don't advise, you know, having no. children around telling about it. Anyways, it's disturbing. It's disgusting. It's gross. Um, but then, Strick, we had new allegations come out today. Essentially, the short version of it is that Pat Fitzgerald had instituted his own Allen Iverson rule. So not only was there hazing going on, but uh, former players allege that uh, Pat Fitzgerald and his staff made black players cut off their dreadlocks, all as a part of, you know, coming into the the wildcat way, such as it were. um, A Hispanic player said that he was forced to have Cinco de Mayo shaved into his head um, in, in sort of a similar manner, and players said that they felt they had to essentially act white in order to be accepted on the team. So you pile the the racial allegations on top of the, the hazing allegations that, you know, people have obtained pictures of the, the whiteboard with all this stuff on it. This is very bad, to say the least, for, for Northwestern and Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah, it's not good at all. And and like I said, we don't we're not going to get into the specifics on things that were happening. We know that they were happening. Um, the investigation has been ramped up. Uh, the the local and the and the school paper has picked up on it, but but we're gonna just dig a little bit deeper because you know let's just let's just talk about initially what the policy states. The Northwestern's official policy on hazing defines it as this: any action taken or situation created in or situation created intentionally or whether on or off university premises and whether presented as optional or required to produce mental, physical, and emotional discomfort, servitude, 
degradation, embarrassment, harassment, or ridicule for the purpose of initiation into affiliation with or admission to or the condition for continued membership in a group, team, or other organization, regardless of the individual's willingness to participate. So that's an example that was written. And in that includes this sexual violations or other required encouraged or expected sexual activity, whether actual or simulated. So, that, you know, if you know some of the details, if you know kind of some of the things that, that have transpired, that, that hits the policy right on. So then the question becomes whether or not Pat, Pat Fitzgerald knew um, my thing and my take on that, because I'm, I don't want to deal with the specifics of it. I don't want to deal with the racial components of it. Um, that'll all come out in the wash and, and when it's all investigated and done. But I just want to deal with this part of it. When I look at situations like this, Austin, I think about it from this standpoint. I say, whenever something is happening in your locker room, in your team, in the whole totality of the team concept, you have to think about it's a part of the culture. And it is the coach and the staff and those who exhibit what the culture is to be or what culture is to be accepted. So therefore, whether it's you knew or you just turned a blind eye or you weren't paying attention, that that matters neither here nor there. It still ultimately comes down to the lead. So let's just take it out of the sports context, Austin. Let's just leave it out of that. Let's just take it into the business context. If this stuff is going on and you're the CEO of the company and a lot of this stuff is happening under your purview, it is you as the head, as the leader, to know what's going in, correct, make the adjustment, or deal with the situation uh, as the head of the culture that is being developed. And that's why I find it tough when, when you look at this situation um, to say that he could be indemnified of it because, unfortunately, uh, it's all under your purview. Even if he didn't know everything that was going on, it sounds like he should have or could have had a much better idea. And to your point, Strick, as the leader of the program, as the head coach, the face of the program – it's his responsibility to know, or at least to find yeah. out, right? And Jay and I talked about this a little bit on uh, his show yesterday morning, where there are there are new and different demands of college football head coaches than there were when Pat Fitzgerald started. Um, you know, there, there's NIL stuff to deal with. There's transfer portal. They're in the process of you know building a new facility and stadium. So yes, eight hundred million dollars. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> there there's plenty on. Pat Fitzgerald's plate, but that doesn't mean you turn a blind eye to culture. I can see where the temptation would be to, you know, trust the culture, to trust the captains that he put in place to make sure the locker room is running well. But between some of the changeover he's had with his um, assistant coaches recently, um, between the loss and grad through graduation of a lot of these captains, that culture isn't set. And even with those guys, this was going on. So even with everything else Pat Fitzgerald had on his plate, to your point, as the head coach, it's on Pat Fitzgerald to know, you know, to ask those yeah. questions, to take that time to figure out what's really going on, you know, in my program, in my locker room. My biggest yeah. thing too, Strick, is why, why would no one ask, is this helping us get better? Who does this help? Who does this hurt? What is this doing to make us stronger as a team, right? It seems like that would be Pat Fitzgerald's thing, you know? Cut out the crap, you know, former linebacker, no-nonsense guy, 
either didn't know or didn't care enough to know what was hurting his team. And that's a problem. And there's no question about it. And let's, let's even keep, let's keep digging. Let's keep digging this trench here. Um, forget about the fact that their 14 and 31 record and nine and 25 uh, big 10 mark over the last four seasons is bad enough. Just, just, just thinking about that. Big 10 media day is coming up. So not only do you have the mar of what has transpired in the investigations that are going on, you still have to look at the fact that over the last four years, that's kind of what's been the system. Yes. You've won a couple of uh, big 10 West championships uh, or, or, you know, uh, conference wins as far Mm -hmm. as in the conference, but ultimately you have to know that in the coming days and the weeks and even longer, this is only going to get more humiliating and awkward for the Northwestern uh, program. Uh, it's not going to be overlooked. They're going to be, you know, when he steps in front of that mic, just know that a lot of these questions are going to be popping up. They're going to be coming up and they're going to be front and center. And you're going to have to deal with them, address them, hit them head on, or there's no win for you in this situation, Austin. I, that's just the way I look at it. There's no win. There's no way to win. And if you address it, you hit it face on. Then there's the second bar con- conversation as to then why didn't you deal? You know, it, 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 it's just accumulation of things that's just going to continue to snowball if you try to address it head on. If you try to walk away from it, then there's only speculation uh, as to <laughs> as to what you did, what you didn't do, mm-hmm. how you could have did it better, why you didn't do it better. That's all that stuff that's going to continue to play into it. So it's it's a no win situation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic, but today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Right. Just, you know, a couple and a half weeks away from Big Ten Media Days, which 93.7 The Ticket will be at, by the way. Uh, so stay tuned for coverage from that. But think about Northwestern as an institution, as, as a football program. 
does its best work on the football field when it's under the radar, when it's not being talked about, when it's written off as, oh, look at Little Northwestern. Well, now not only are you in the spotlight, you know, for the first time since you went to that uh, Big Ten championship game in 2020 against Ohio State, you're in the spotlight for the wrong reason, right? Little quiet old Northwestern, keep to ourselves. You know, we're a private school, kind of insulated, Chicago's Big Ten team, all that, just a steady member of, of the Big Ten. Well, now you're you're in the limelight. You're front and center. The guy that you would how do you sell that? That's how do you sell that, Austin? That's that's the thing. The guy that you would want to sell Northwestern is the guy the heart or of the even scandal. to build the new buildings. Yes, yes. the guy you want yes. in Pat Fitzgerald is the one that's in trouble, and that just compounds <coughs> everything. He's an alumni, former player, drafted, came back, and has led them to their most football success ever. He's the guy that you want to serve up on that silver platter to say, hey, things aren't so bad. Hey, we'll recover from this. Hey, we're sorry. Trust me. I know Northwestern. I can get us back there. But you can't rely on him. He might not even be there. He probably shouldn't be there for everything that went on. And that's another complex layer that Northwestern has to deal with. And and the crazy thing is, is we're starting, what, what, what intrigues me is, where, you know, how is this all coming? This this isn't stuff that's not new. We we know no. that there's been hazing and different things have been going on. This is an extreme version of it, but you know, just just kind of look at what's going on down in West Virginia with with uh, Bob Huggins mm-hmm. right now. Right now, he's he's retained an attorney. He is fighting for his position back. There's been some discrepancy as to whether or not he has uh, uh, put the re- resignation. Uh, um, has said that he's going to resign, all of that. And then you look at what's going on at Iowa. Now they're talking about that, you know, Iowa's the beer capital. It's, it's a bunch <laughs> of just, be- it's all this freaking news that's going on. I'm intrigued with how is this all coming about? How's all this stuff now coming to the forefront? Because it is not, you know, how do you, re- how do you keep it under wraps? How do you deal with your play? There's so many things to address with this stuff, man. It really is, Strick, and that's, you hit on something I want to follow up and ask you about. You know, how do we go from making freshmen and making rookies, you know, carry pads and helmets and pick up water bottles and cones to hazing, right? It's one yeah. thing to pay your dues, right, to, to do the grunt work, and then, you know, the next year, the next couple of years, it's someone else's turn. That's not hazing. It never has been, right. it won't be. And they do that in the NFL, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's all across sports, right? Make the rookies go on the coffee run. Make the rookies bring donuts, bring food for the team. Like, that's not hazing. Sing. Yeah. yeah. Karaoke no, isn't hazing. karaoke. Right. Yeah. But what's happening at Northwestern yeah. clearly crosses that line. So what is it? Is it sports? Is it human nature? What is it that makes locker rooms cross that line? I, I have no clue, bro, because... When I saw the Jalen Green situation, I was like, what the, like, where, where, when did we all come to this? I mean, like, we have fun. We say things. We have bus rides. You know, you talk about the nights that you had, you know, while you're in Miami or whatever. You you have these type of discussions. But I, I'll say this. Leadership is so important. And, and let me give you an example. We were a young team. We had a bunch of young guys on the team. They're, uh, this is, I'm, I'm speaking about the Dallas Mavericks when mm-hmm. I was with the Mavericks. Um, we would get on the bus and we maybe have went out and we probably had a great time. And there was a guy that always sat in the back of the bus. 
knowing that he's not into these conversations, he's not, but because of his leadership, we all respected him and we didn't have all that crazy and all that discussions and talk. We waited till we were kind of, and that was AC green. Mm. When AC green, he sat in the back of the bus with us all, we were cognizant of his presence. And because he was such a great leader that we made sure we didn't have all those types of crazy discussions and stuff like that. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm lost now because it's like a free for all. It's like, everybody's just do what you like, do what thou will. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy to me because um, I, I couldn't imagine a hazing situation getting to that point because first of all, um, I'm not dealing with it. You know, it, it's going to be a major problem. If that, if that was going on with me, I, I hey, listen, yo, we just got a problem. You know, I, it ain't going down with me, you know, so I couldn't imagine how it would get to that point or how the culture was so tainted that it allowed it to get to that point, Austin, because that's not something that you come in with. That's a ramp up to where it gets that debaucherous, right? Yep. That's a ramp up. It starts off subtly. Uh, a little bit more, and it kind of ramps up to that point. That's the way I see it. And Pat Fitzgerald's been in charge for long enough that maybe, yeah. like you're saying, it didn't start off that way, but over the last at least 10 years is what it sounds like from the reports. I mean, it's been going on for about half his time, you know, is what, what these players are alleging. Strick, we do have a phone call. We're going to head to the Honda of Lincoln hotline, uh, bring in T-Bone. T-Bone, what you got for us? Hey, guys. Hey, before I get to uh, the whole Pat Fitzgerald uh, debacle, I just want to make a comment that uh, Stricky is probably the best high school athlete I ever saw. I've been following high school sports since the late 70s, and I saw him in the 80s and 90s, and he was a tremendous athlete. I don't know if people realize that, but uh, I, I had to throw that in for you, Stricky. Thank you. Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. I mean, you're Go great. ahead. Break it so, down for us. So, so the comment I want to make is, What's, what's really sad about a lot of this, there's been other incidences, but the, the thing that stands out to me is it sounds like this has been going on a long time. And unfortunately, it didn't come out until he started losing. Because if you go back to the Penn State uh, debacle and look at that, it, it took some guts for somebody to come out. And then he got vilified for uh, turning in uh, Sandusky and that way. And then everybody wanted to keep uh, Paterno because he was winning. And then if you've ever seen the documentary on Indiana basketball and Bobby Knight, um, the same thing happened when the guy, the young player who had the guts to turn it in and his life has been ruined because of it. Uh, he turned him in and they finally got rid of Knight, but yet all the fans, you know, stood up for him because he won. So it's it's sad to think that this stuff goes on when somebody's winning. Maybe that's why Fitzgerald didn't get called on it because, you know, he won those two uh, West Division titles and um, maybe nobody wanted to stand up. So I hope the young man who has turned him in doesn't get vilified like everybody else has. So uh, anyway, I appreciate the conversation and I'll be listening. Thanks. Thanks, T-Bone. Great stuff. I mean, it, it couldn't have been said any better myself. I, 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 I concur with everything he just said. It's just one of those, those things. Winning does make the difference. It does change everything. It also, winning determines whether or not the slap on your, on your hand or on your wrist or the trouble. Now, look, um, like, for example, 
Um, please don't take this as literal. I'm just giving an example of what we're talking about here. Let's just speak about in the music realm. Um, um, I'm not going to get into the details. We're not going to relitigate anything. We're just going to talk about the winning culture that can lead you to overlook some things or kind of, you know, look past some things. Right. So in, in the news, it's, it's, it's stuff you can look up. So it's nothing that I'm saying isn't, isn't out there, but there's a man by the name of R Kelly um, that because he was so great at what he did musically, he's making a ton of money for the, the, uh, uh, the industry for their, um, I can't remember what they call them, um, their music groups or whatever they call them. And, you know, a lot of the stuff was going on. People were coming out. They knew that some of this stuff was happening and nobody said nothing as long as the, the money train is running. And then once that happens, then all of a sudden some of this stuff comes out. It's unfortunate. And uh, my issue is how do you change it? That's just the you know thing. What, what do you do? And, and this I'm sure has been going on, you know, probably since the dawn of college athletics, right? Yeah. And, and that's yeah. unfortunate. Like, it's just a, a thing we have to deal with uh, in sports. And it's crazy we've had this long to change it. It's crazy it still persists. But I think it just speaks to human nature wins out, sometimes in good ways, sometimes in, in negative ways. Let's 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 take a pause on this. We do have to uh, get to Brian Munson. Uh, we'll get to him on a Husker football recruiting update and a little bit more with Brian next. 